We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello and welcome to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast brought to you by SoRare. Are you looking for NFTs that are both fun and have actual utility? Then you should try SoRare, which is the largest NFT-based fantasy game. You can collect, trade, and compete with officially licensed digital cards of soccer players from over 160 clubs on SoRare. That's S-O-R-A-R-E.com. I am Andrew Laird, Senior Soccer Editor of Rotowire, joined on this Friday, August 27th, by Ryan Belangi and... Jordan Cooper to talk about Saturday's Premier League slate. Jordan, I was just uh, asking Ryan if he was aware of the huge news today that's going around the Premier League that uh, Musa Sissoko has gone to Watford. For 10 million pounds, <laughs> right? 10 million pounds? Will right, Hughes that's the big news. gone. Apparently financial fair play. They should be looking into that, overpaying <laughs> for Musa Sissoko. It's, uh, I think they now have 75 defensive midfielders over in Watford, so we'll uh, we'll deal with that in a little bit. Uh, no, we're here to talk about Saturday's Premier League slate. When I first saw the pricing, and I made this joke on Twitter, expecting them to change the pricing, I didn't, but it looks like showdown pricing, possibly even some captains in the regular classic slate. The more I looked into it, I felt it wasn't quite as egregious, but when you see Michael Antonio at 11-6, I had two thoughts on this. And the first was like, that's absurd. And the second one is, I think Ryan is going to tell me that it's an okay uh, guy to play in, in GPPs because like only someone crazy would pay that much for Michael Antonio. <laughs> they, they, made, they, they made West Ham like, oh, they're Man City on this slate. Like it just, same for Leicester. Some, some of these Leicester prices are a little too much. It, I mean, like last week we had Man City as a minus God knows how much favorite i mean the biggest favorite on this i mean west ham west ham's at home and they're minus 183 i mean like like that that's not that's not even that's what 63 percent something to win uh are you sure Lester's it's not minus 113 um newcastle's is a slight favorite plus uh, even over even money plus 150 uh brighton brighton plus 136 aston villa plus 103 it's like yes in comparison West Ham and Leicester are are the bigger favorites, uh, but uh, but it's not like they have three totals, and uh, it's not like they should be this high priced in comparison to other teams. I feel like <coughs> I feel like uh, Aston Villa and Newcastle 
and the other favorites are actually like in comparison underpriced. Yeah, um, Antonio's price really really sticks out when you first when I first opened the slate. Uh, yeah, to, to quickly answer your question, Andrew, I would say yeah, the more uh, the higher Antonio's price goes like the more tempted I would be to play him. You're right. Um, do you, do you think seven? GBP, Ryan, Ryan, that, that's the main question I was going to ask you because we'll either get a situation where people will look at the goal scoring odds. They'll look at the, at the, Oh, who's the biggest favorite on the slate. And I'm, I'm not necessarily talking about sharp players. I'm just talking about just general players uh, in the lobby and go, why aren't I taking frontline players from the highest, biggest favorite on the slate? Why aren't I? Bowen, Antonio, Cresswell at 7K at defense. Why Why aren't I doing that? Uh, is your attitude that, well, people will be kind of smarter and say there's no way that I could pay 11.7 for Antonio, and he ends up being like 6% owned in GPPs? Yeah, well, that's the idea. If he, if I actually, I still think people are going to pay for him a little bit. I'm, I, I guess I was wondering what you guys think his ownership was going to be. Obviously, it's going to be lower, and yeah, that that tempts me to play him. If it, if no one was going to play him, if he's going to be like ten percent or something, yeah, I definitely have some interest. I think um, the prices in some other spots are a little soft. So you can make lineups um, that have Antonio without sacrificing too much. And, you know, just looking at the slate without the prices, West Ham are in the best spot, uh, at least arguably. I think they're in the best spot, them and Leicester at least. Um, So, yeah, if no one's going to play Antonio, uh, I'll play him. Um, He's been in great form, you know, coming off a brace killed in the first game too i don't know i i think people are gonna play him though i i, I don't know what do you guys think i i think i think in general uh directionally antonio will be lower owned in the 555 and higher owned in the 20 gp yep yeah i agree but you're not playing him in cash no <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> with, i think it's about andrew andrew looking at the slate for cash I, I think I think they're going to be a lot different lineups in cash games. I don't think there's there's one clear style of cash build. I think there there will be some that will choose to go double pay up at forward and play something like Bowen plus Gross. Yep. And I think there will be other lineups that uh, either play one of them or actually do the dinky do and pay up in midfield and defense the whole way through. Uh, I'm not sure which side I'm on, but I think I, I may lean towards the dinky do. I, so the seeing when you open up the slate and Michael Antonio is like 11, seven and he comes into the cash conversation when he's like 6,700 because he has like a really solid floor. And so that price, like, you can't possibly pay play him in cash. Like I just I just don't see the justification to do it. But so when I saw that and I'm like, oh, and and gross is ten thousand, and I'm like, you're, it's going to be impossible to make a cash lineup on this slate. 
And then I just started going through and you mentioned it a little earlier, like the, the Villa guys seem like they're a little underpriced. Uh, the Newcastle Southampton have players that we always want to pay in ca- play in cash. And the more I went through it, I think you're, there, there's like a very clear balanced lineup that you can build. And there are a few players in and out. Like I think the, I, I don't think paying up for two forwards will end up being optimal. And I like I think the a more balanced is going to be more optimal than either the dinky do or two high priced forwards. But I don't know if it's so much more optimal that it becomes popular. If that makes sense. But would you consider Andrew if if, if price wasn't an issue at forward, you'd play Gross and Bowden. Yes. Okay, so if you're not going to play both of them, and you're going to play one of them, which one would you play? I I sided on the side of Bowen. Okay, I agree with you. I just think like he's in a better spot game wise, and he's cheaper. So I'm not sure why. I don't know what the argument is for Bowen. Or, excuse me for uh for Gross. No, yeah, the argument for Gross is that he always gets there. Right, <laughs> right. That's my <laughs> argument. Right. Yeah. No, I think you're more likely to play both of them than play Gross instead of Bowen. Now, below the, those guys, I think you have a bunch of options that have higher floors, but you also have good goal-scoring chances from some of these guys. Like, let's just put it out of the way. You're not you're not playing Vardy in cash. You're not, you're not playing Calvert-Lewin, probably, 7,600. But Danny Ings has the highest anytime goal-scoring odds. If you were going to play Antonio, why not just play Ings in cash? But do you even think someone like Ings, someone like Callum Wilson, do you think Adam Armstrong, like these guys that are more center forward, goal dependent at their prices are worth playing? Or would you rather play guys in that range? Like if Townsend's in at 8,500, I think that's a little pricey. Or Charleston, El Ghazi, St. Maximin instead of Wilson. He's a little bit more active on the ball. I mean, Zaha at 6,400. And then we get down to the, the even lower range. I look at like Mbwemo at 5,800. I'm like, here's a guy that gets peripherals that uh, share a set pieces. And he's 5,800 and he fills a forward spot. I think he was going to be like top three most popular forward in cash. Like I think if you're the deep- other guys. If you, yeah, I think if you dinky do, he's one of them. And if you pay up for one and pay down for one, he's the pay down one. But like all those guys in between, like you mentioned the ones that you would consider, obviously, like Townsend. Townsend is probably the only one that's like traditional cash amongst that group. I guess you can throw Richarlison in. But I don't know how you justify paying up for all those guys when Zaha is 6,400. And I realize that he's the biggest underdog, but like he's the biggest underdog because West Ham is the best team on this slate it's not like it's a horrific matchup and Zaha at 6400 I think is fine even in cash but we got other we got other people also I mean like from a dinky do perspective if you're gonna pay down twice we have to see if uh Rajishka starts for Norwich you got Leandro Trossard there at 5300 he's not like the worst option but then we also have like Almiron at 4600 Dare I say Theo Walcott at forty three hundred if he starts? I mean these are these are active 
mostly wide players that, you know, they're not the best, but I mean, if they were only midfield eligible, they, they're not like horrible plays for that price for 4k, 5k that they do have upside. They could bail you out and they do get peripherals. That is it worth playing a 7k guy that's more goal dependent than play a 4k guy. That's why, do I think that you're playing, uh, Something like Almiron and Bueno, maybe not. I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if you need to go down that low. Uh, but I think there's 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 way more ways for me to build a cash lineup that pays down at forward than it does pay up at forward. Because then now you're being stuck playing midfielders. Like now you're playing those same guys that are forward eligible, but now you have to force them in in a midfield spot. Well, you'd rather play, you'd rather pay up for another midfield option or two, like James Ward Prowse or Emmy Buendia. Uh, and then you have defenders that are worth pay. Like on this slate, I think a cash build probably has three defenders in it. And then am I going to be stuck playing Guaita in goal? Like I just I just see this there's, there's so many more paths to a good median lineup with cheaper forwards. Maybe not fully cheap, but cheap enough. Zaha and Bueno something like that, than uh, Gross plus Bowen, or even one of those two with a cheaper guy. Yeah, I agree. I, I just think paying up for two leaves you too exposed in the other positions. Like you, you're desperately trying to find multiple pay. Like, I don't think you can pay up for either. Like, I think everybody's going to play James Ward-Prowse. So we can just like get that out of the way. So it's like, do you want to pay up for two forwards and James Ward-Prowse, and now you're basically paying down at both defenders, likely goalie, and possibly that other midfield spot. So, like, that's why I think is going to be so expensive or so popular. And then that's in all. cash games at defense, I know we're just like like running through cash lineups before we talk about GPPs. Defense is loaded. Yeah. Like defense, like I think the top. Uh, uh, if if I had to pick two for my cash lineup, it's going to be Richie and Dina. Would you yep. agree with that? Yeah, I think they're better than any midfielder in their price range also. Uh, I'm hesitant to play Cresswell at 7,000. But, I mean, he has a floor, but, I mean, share a set pieces for the supposedly biggest favorite. Uh, Canos, 6,200. Similar, similar situation. Underdog, split a set pieces. Uh but I think we have some cheaper options at defense also that I think you could play one of the Aston Villa defenders, either target. I mean, I'd love to play Ashley Young if he's playing forward. But, I mean, I don't mind him playing. He didn't last week, though. Right, I know. But, I mean, I don't mind at 4,100 to, yeah, to play him as a, as a fullback. At, yeah. at, when he's defender eligible, when he's midfield eligible, that's a different story. That was last week. I think Perot. On Southampton, Matty Cash at 4,700. Target, if he's in instead of Young. Uh, and then we have down here, we have uh, like Livramento. I was going to say, I think he's the best one, actually. Okay, well, I'm, I'm saving it. That's why I'm running through it. You have to, you have to tease people. And then we have a, a, a toss-up. Like, uh, we don't know until Saturday. I don't expect him to start. Uh, but Ryan Bertrand's 3,900. But he's he's back in training, off the COVID protocols. I just don't think he's probably fit enough to go ninety, so they don't just don't even start him. But if if he is in, 
I mean, based on two games ago, he was taking all their set pieces. Even if you told me he wasn't going to be on set pieces, $3,900 for a Lester fullback seems pretty good to me. Did I mean, am I missing anyone here? Luke Thomas took two corner kicks. Are we overreacting to that? Well, he played in Bertrand's spot. So I think that almost solidifies that Bertrand would be taking them. You never know. No. But yeah, I think, yeah, you laid out perfectly why there are so many defenders you would play. I don't think you you mentioned that you think there are going to be a lot of three mid uh, three defender builds. I don't think the three are three expensive ones. Yes. So I think it would be two expensive and one yeah. somewhere between Livramento and 4,500, like 35 and 4,500 type of right. defender. Yet there are midfielders in that range that you could also play instead. Yep. I'd rather play the defender with the clean sheet equity in cash games at least. Yeah, I think that's reasonable. <clears throat> I think there are a lot of cheaper level midfielders that are good for GPP. But using one of them in cash, not out of the questions. That that, that I've been doing that more a little bit more often. I got uh I got my bailout goal last week from Damari Gray in cash. Did you did you think Andrew last week? I don't know if you looked at my cash lineup. Did you did you uh, faint when you didn't see Connor Gallagher in it? I I was surprised. I was surprised. I was curious Connor if you were going to play this. Sorry, sorry to interrupt. Connor Gallagher should have been in your cash lineup, George. <laughs> <laughs> um, he did well. He got nine points. Yeah, is he in it this week. He also should have scored. I would have got. I, it's still Damari Gray scored. I I Damari Gray and Jacob Ramsey in my cash lineup. Not so. I think Gallagher is a reason to not play three defenders. Okay, I could see that. Yeah, I can't. I, I mean, I think so too. If I wanted to just ask you guys, you seem pretty sure about uh, Bowen over Gross. I'm not sure. I just, I just, just think, I just Price think and Bowen matchup? has more upside. I think uh, Gross has a higher floor, but Bowen has more upside to 25 points. Yeah, I just, I don't yeah, I yeah I probably agree with you. I think he's seems a bit riskier. Bowen does. Yeah, to me. I mean, we would have cringed at playing Bowen last year. He'd be on set pieces sometimes. Then he wouldn't take any. It's happened all the time. He used to get subbed very early. I know it's only it's only been two games. Um, yeah, the matchup's great, but. I don't know. I don't just love paying nine two for Bowen. I mean, I don't love paying ten k for Gross, but I was gonna say f- five digit Pascal Gross is when we start to wonder. Yeah, that's that's not but, good either. But yeah. Ryan, you could you could take all the problem out of that one v one by just not playing either and just playing, you know, six k average for two forwards and then play Ward Prowse, Buendia, and three defenders and then just hope one of the two big forwards just. Neither of them have 20 plus point games. Yeah, you could do that too. Because I mean, I was just playing around with what I thought I would do for cash. And my lineups had yeah, a dinky do paying up for one all the way down. I was just using Almiron. I don't see why you can't just go all the way down if you if you get the other spots. You know, if you get who you want for the other spots, it seems fine. For for those who participate in our Discord, uh, Bernbach is not paying us extra for mentioning Almiron all the time. Just just wanted to clear that up. <laughs> I I don't know. I think are there any midfielders you were looking at other than Ward Prowse and Buendia and Gallagher? 
like realistically in terms of like fitting in builds? No, like you want to pay down it forwards for Buendia and Ward Prowse. If last piece type of thing, 5,900 John McGinn. You're not going to play John McGinn over these guys. No, I'm not over them, but maybe, maybe in my utility spot. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like I said, it depends on if you're paying up it forward or not. Like that's what, that's what I'm saying. It's like, there are, there are guys down here. Like, I mean, we'll get into, we'll get into GPP discussion. If, if he starts, I mean, I mean, I, I must be going full, full, uh, like Luis Pacheco cash with flair. I'd almost rather play Al Alexis McAllister over Connor Gallagher in cash. I, I, think you, I think you think Gallagher is much more defensive than he is. No, well, no. Okay, maybe he's not, but he's also playing. Playing, it's a there's ten teams on the slate, and he plays for the biggest underdog, right? So there's a different there's a difference there also. Last week is a different story. Last week, okay, I get it, right? And I chose to not play him, and I, I still won anyway. I think there's more of a case not to play him on this slate than there was for last slate. Would you at least agree with that? Yes. That you'd, that you'd rather play a forty five hundred dollar defender. You'd rather play. You'd rather play Matt Cash. Than Connor Gallagher, you'd rather play uh, Romain Perot. Like there, there, there's more of a case of those types of players being in your build, or because you're playing them in a defender spot at that price that you're not even playing a midfielder in that range at all. Yeah, I don't think I would play Perot over over Gallagher. Uh, I'm with Ryan on this one. Okay, I, I we agreed too much last week. I have to come. With, I have to come with the hot takes. Yeah. That's good. What a but you have to, but you have to agree that someone like McAllister is for GPP at forty four hundred. Yeah, a absolutely. Fielder that could score a goal, you know, and, and pay off his salary and then some. Yeah, like I'm not in love with Gallagher, but I think he's pretty safe for forty five hundred. Yeah, the matchup isn't great, but he should have like all the set pieces. Like they might not get many, but I was gonna say all three of them. Yeah, they'll get some. I mean, it's not like they're playing against Man City. I, what, I, he's... what happens if Gyro Realwald is back? Yeah, I think we can. I would still assume that Gallagher takes the, the sets. I got to yeah. put holes yeah. in something. Yeah, I mean, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think he's a guy you're like jumping to play. It's not like even for cash. I don't play cash, but he's not like a must in cash. He is. It seems like a, it, it, he's definitely he's an underdog to to get to ten points. So I mean, how much of a lock can he be for forty five hundred? That's fair. Can, can we get to GPP? Because I have one big question for Ryan in GPP. The biggest question of them all. Okay. How Whenever, much Timu Puki are you playing at forty four hundred? Forty five hundred. Yeah. So, I actually think there are two guys that I was dying to ask Ryan about, but that was definitely one of them. Some is that is that is that where we're going to start or or? Well, I mean, I just typically when we look at when we start for you know GPPs, we're looking for goals, and me and Ryan typically have have strategies of buying cheap goals, setting instead of paying up for them for you know firstly, and we look at the anytime goal scoring odds on the Roto Wire Soccer Cheat Sheet which if you were a subscriber, you'd be able to see 
So go to rotowire.com slash soccer trial and try it out. Thank or, you. I don't know. Or sign up. I don't know. Is there a trial? I don't even know. Yes. Free 10-day trial. Doing the sales pitch, but I'm doing it for him. But you look on that and you see the yellow dots for who's projected to be in the starting lineup. And then you just look at the prices and you go, well, Michael Antonio's 11-7 with plus 110 goal scoring odds. But the highest are Vardy and Ings, and Vardy's 9,500, Ings is 7,700. But you keep on scrolling, and you go, okay, well, you get Callum Wilson, 7,200, plus 120. Uh, Ian Nacho, who I'm not even sure. I don't think he's going to start. 9,700, plus 130. Bowen, 9,200, plus 175. Timu Puki, 4,500, plus 175. So, like, what stands out there is that uh, – Half the he's half the price of Bowen with the same anytime goal scoring odds. If you're gonna look for a cheap goal, why wouldn't it be Pookie? Yeah, um, I guess if I believed those odds were correct, uh, then... you don't believe you don't believe in the odds. No, I do. <laughs> um, yeah, of course, Pookie 4,500, 4, yeah, for center forward at home against one of the non uh, big four or non elite teams, I guess you'd say. Yeah. I don't know. Like seems like a good play to me. Let's you afford whatever you want. Um, I think he'll garner some ownership. Um, I, I, all those Norwich guys are fine. Rashika Pookie. I, I don't know. Like um, I think there's some other um cheap spots to go to as well but yeah i'll have i'll have a good amount of pookie i don't i'm not like too excited about it like uh, no i'm not excited at all about it but it, <laughs> from a math from a mathematical perspective it like like why aren't i playing pookie the problem right, is yeah. that ryan here's the here's the question for you from a lineup construction perspective i like building my lineups with two correlations in them, and they correlate to goals so are you more likely because I'm ba- I'm I'm weighing towards one side. You could play Pookie alongside a second Norwich player, like maybe like Max Ahrens at fullback, play Tim Krull in that lineup, and play for the Norwich one nothing win, you know, that type of game. Uh, or you could play Pookie with no other Norwich player and play Leicester with and play, play for Norwich losing two to one, P- Pookie scoring the cheap goal. You know, when they have to try to come back, maybe Pookie has 16, 17 points, but, you know, Madison has a goal or Vardy has a goal. And you play, you play two Leicester, you play the Leicester goal assist combination on the other side, and then you don't leave, you don't play any of the defenders in the game or goalkeeper, obviously, to begin with. To me, I'm more likely to play the Leicester guys than find a second Norwich player that is going to put up a ceiling in this game because I, I, I have to get the assist perfectly because it's not like I expect Norwich to score two or three goals this game. So I think I'm more likely to to miss on the second Norwich player than than make a case for Leicester scoring also in the game. Yeah, I'm definitely on your side with that one. If I played Pookie, he would probably be my only Norwich guy. Uh, you would want I would want other Leicester pieces in there, if, especially if Norwich get a goal. It means Leicester are just going to keep coming. Um, until they get at least two goals. Um, James Madison is the other guy I wanted to ask about because 
like we have crushed him saying that like he's useless without set pieces. We don't expect him to have set pieces, but I don't think we've ever seen him, or at least it's been a very long time since he was 6,400 in a game that Lester's supposed to be pretty comfortable in. That seems like a fun GPP option to me. Yeah. Um, it's time to get back on the Madison train, I think. Definitely. 6,400, that's too cheap for this matchup. They're going to create a lot of chances. Um, doesn't really matter that he's not on sets. I mean, you're playing you're playing for him to get involved in a goal, either score or assist. Right. The set pieces really aren't that important. I mean, he has a little bit of a floor anyways, but you're not playing him really for that anyways. Yeah, I think he has like the right amount of goal and assist upside in this matchup at that salary. He, he looks pretty good to me. Um, just like going back to what Jordan was saying about if you play Pookie, like I, I wouldn't want to um, pair him with another Norwich attacker. Like I, I wouldn't want to use two of my five attacking spots on Norwich. Like you, you're going to have to get it perfectly. And like even the guy who gets the assist, he might not be optimal. Um, so yeah, I think just, just playing Pookie alone seems better to me. Um, yeah. Madison though, looks great. Um, sticking with Lester, Jordan, you said you didn't think Ian Nacho was going to start. Who's Lester's other attacker going to be? I th I think that what they're going to do is they will either start all Brighton in that spot, Madison central Barnes on one side, all Brighton on the other, or they'll play. Castagna at right back and play Ricardo Pereira in that spot. Just okay. it doesn't seem like Ian Nacho, when he does play with Vardy, plays centrally, and they've been very hesitant to play Madison wide. So like I I don't I don't see I don't see how Madison and Ian Nacho play together in a lineup unless they're gonna play four four two and play with both Ian Nacho and uh Vardy up top, but that means only one of Tielemans or Ndidi could play. And I don't, I think they're, they're playing some type of four, two, three, one type of system regardless. So just like, I just think Iannaccio is just the odd man out. Okay. I think the, but I mean, he the could. four, four, two. Like works. I said, he could, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just speculating. Yeah. The four, four, two works if they play Madison out wide. That's all. That's what they mm -hmm. have to do. Madison. They, and when's the last time they've done that? The last game of last season. Yeah, that's a lot of months ago. Sure. It's three Even games ago. Technically three games. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> it just it uh, seems like Ianacho deserves a start. Not, not, not that that really means anything, but. Thankfully, yeah. we'll know. We'll yeah, have thank, thankfully, we'll know. Anyways, well, just, sorry, go ahead. Uh, you want me to tell you who my favorite midfielder plays on the slate are? Yeah, yeah, I mean, you're probably going to steal mine. I, I have well, one. I'm going to steal you. Okay, then we'll do one and one. But first, Andrew has this to say. <laughs> do you love sports collectibles or fantasy sports? Because So Rare is blending them together to create an entirely new gaming experience. So Rare cards are officially licensed NFTs from over 160 clubs, including Real Madrid, Paris Saint-Germain, and Liverpool, and built on Ethereum. You truly own your collectibles, and you can use them to win rewards such as new cards or F. Join SoRare and connect with your favorite teams, live the game with fast passion, and earn weekly prizes. That's SoRare.com. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. 
Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Jordan, why don't you go first? Okay. Ryan, is, is, your, is your favorite midfield play on the slate? What team do they play for? I mean, that's probably giving it away. No, um, I don't think so. That's you just you just go first. For me, there's one midfielder that's clearly the best play on the slate. Okay. Well, I I don't have a clearly. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm going to mention someone from West Ham. Okay. That's am, not I, am I getting me. close? No, but I like that guy a lot. So go ahead. Okay, are you going to talk about Pablo Fornells? Definitely. Pablo Fornells or Thomas Suchek mm-hmm. at 5,600. So basically basically the guys that aren't absurdly priced on West Ham that fill midfield spots that are more likely to be occupied by James Ward-Prowse and Emilio Buendia. Like, I'm looking for, like, how do I play the guy that is not going to be played in a GPP lineup because of those other players? That yeah, Fornals' goal scoring odds are not high, but he's been playing 90 and he's active and he's 2,000 cheap. He's 3,000 cheaper than Ben Rama and 5,000 cheaper than Antonio. Uh, and Suchek is 5,600 and he plays box to box. He shows up in the box plenty of times. Uh, he could easily get a goal. He's plus 240 to score. Uh, if people are going to make these builds and end up with Antonio in their lineup or even Ben Rama in their lineup, I mean, I just, I, I think West Ham wins. It's just a matter of, I don't want to pay 11, seven for one goal. Yep. I don't want to pay those prices for one. So I need two out of those 10 K plus players, but I only need one out of the, out of Fornals and Fornals. Hey, Antonio could score one. Suchek could score one and Fornals could score. To be could be the assist on both of those, and you could play two mid like who's going to play two West Ham midfielders together in a lineup? Probably less likely. Yep. So to me, I'm I'm I'm. It's hard for me to say. Well, I don't want to play Antonio. I don't want to play Ben Rama. I don't want to play Cresswell because that all that leads to is a West Ham fade. It's like I don't see Crystal Palace winning one nothing or anything. I mean, I think West Ham scores in this game, and I think they score multiple times. I just I'm I'm just not sure if if there are three goals in this game, Antonio scores one, Ben Rama scores one, and Cresswell uh, scores one. Within it's like, it's quite possible all three of them don't even end up in the winning lineup because you could be possibly got more points from other players at cheaper right. prices that it's not really going to matter. So I want to play the West Ham players that when they do score and put up a, a a ceiling game with just a single goal. Like they they can be in the winning lineup more often than the expensive guys. Yeah, absolutely. I 
couldn't have really said it better. I love love four nulls. Never thought I would say I would love a seventy three hundred four nulls. I mean, <laughs> we were stru- struggling to play him last year when he was four k. Um, but is yeah, is, is he actually is is that price actually okay, or is it just not nearly as egregious as the others? It's not you nearly know, as egregious. It's not right. an okay price, <laughs> right? <don't> think, <laughs> exactly. You know, it seems like it's closer to okay. I mean. If you go After back that last two games, I'll agree with you. Yeah, he's been getting involved in quite a few goals, even back yeah. to last season. Um, he had a brace on the last day of the season last year. Um, he plays ninety minutes like all the time. He even like has like a sneaky floor. At least he has recently. Um, and they're in a matchup at home against Crystal Palace, so like I understand that price tag. It definitely doesn't seem like egregious. It's a bit surprising, but when you look at you can take Antonio out, but Ben Rama and Bowen, I I can't see playing them over four nals for that much more money. Like you said, they, they those those expensive West Ham guys probably need more than a goal in in, in some cases to to be optimal. Uh, and you you want to have a piece of West Ham, like you said, they're in a great spot. Four nals, yeah, absolutely. Suchek too. I don't think anyone or not not anyone, but I don't think many people will play two West Ham midfielders, like like you said, especially those two. I think that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So who's who's the who's who was you gonna talk about? Okay, like this it just so look at like the three biggest favorites on the slate, West Ham, their front three, the cheapest one is 9,200. Uh, Villa's third, the cheapest of their front three is 76. Look at Nacho and Vardy. They're both almost 10K. Then you have Leicester's other forward, who's 6K. So, I mean, Harvey Barnes, to me, if I was just playing this slate against myself without considering anything else like ownership, just trying to score the most points, he seems underpriced. Uh, cheaper than Madison, but more goal upside than Madison. I mean, if, if Ian Nacho was 6K, wouldn't he be a great play? If, I mean, if he started. Right, obviously. Yes, if he started. Um, that's, that's basically what I'm saying. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, Harvey Barnes is Kalechi Iheanacho, 6K, and he's a midfielder. He might be even better. Um, My only concern with Barnes – no, I agree I agree with you there. I thought – I figured we threw Barnes in in kind of that Madison conversation, but we yeah. didn't mention him, uh, is that Barnes is not, is not playing 90. Yeah, that worries me too, you know, coming back from a long injury. Um Iozzi's out, so you know maybe that that helps a bit. He did play. He did last like almost the full ninety in the Community Shield. Um, but you know, if he has a brace by sixty minutes, they can sub him. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to give credit to Alex here in the chat who who saw this Harry Barn uh, Harvey Barnes call coming. Awesome. Or at least he made it too. Yeah. Yeah, I think everything you said makes total sense. I knew exactly where you're going because I read your article. That's all. Yeah. Um, Do we think this Brighton Everton game is completely ignored? Other than Dina? I, yeah. I think, well, gross, obviously. Uh, to me, it depends on the status of Mopai. We may end up getting Aaron Connolly playing up top. Maybe is Welbeck. I mean, Welbeck's 7,300, so I don't know about playing him anyway. 
But I just I think with if they Connolly really isn't a center forward, right? He's not he's not that center forward type. I just I I've a I have an issue, or at least there's some ambiguity here, of how Brighton will line up without a true set number nine. That that isn't the way. I mean, even when Glenn Murray was there, like they they always play with some type of center forward. So like, let's say their front line is like you know, like Gross and Trossard playing up top. Like I'm not sure how well Brighton play in those types of situations. Now Everton, I think is fine. It's just that like nothing excites. I don't think other than Dina, nothing really excites me. You you can play with Charleston, can play to Caliber Lewin. Damari Gray is now priced up to 6,600. I guess he's playable. No. I mean, for a goal, sure. Yeah, I mean, maybe. Uh, <laughs> There's no way that you would play uh, Gray over Barnes or Madison. In GPP, if he's 1% owned, sure, why not? You have to compare yeah. the ownership. That To me, that that's what matters. I would say only because of your initial question, Andrew, is the Brighton Everton game going to be overlooked? And for the most part, I would say yes. Um, and especially guys like Damari Gray, um, he, he becomes playable just because most people are thinking the same thing you just said. It's just like a quick, no way. Um, so like, yeah, like a 5% Damari Gray seems okay. Um, but you know, the, the ownership's going to be that way because this game is like the most unappealing spot, lowest total. Like Jordan said, I, I agree. That's a good point. Um, I don't think it's talked about that often, but when teams, you know, switch up, say they don't have a center forward and they always play with one, you know, that affects things quite often. Um, and then on the Everton side, Brighton aren't the best team to play against uh, from a fantasy perspective. Brighton like to have a lot of possession, especially at home. The Everton prices, you're not really getting a, a huge discount at the, those forwards. Uh, so, yeah, it seems with the uh, exception of Luca Dina, yeah, I think it'll be overlooked. So what game environment, if you had to choose the five games and say, I want to get four players, two on each side of this game, which game, regardless of price, because remember, we're talking about GPP. So point per dollar value is not not what I'm looking for. Out of the five, it's weird to say that I like the Newcastle-Southampton game first and then the Aston Villa-Brentford game second. And I'm more likely to have like kind of stacky type of lineups of those games rather than West Ham, Crystal Palace, and definitely, you know, Brighton, Everton. And the Norris yeah. Leicester, just that, I, 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 do I really want to play two, three Nor Norwich guys? Probably not. I just, I just think the Newcastle Southampton game and the Aston Villa Brentford game, uh, because of Aston Villa's defense and, New, like Newcastle, Southampton, they both don't have the greatest of defenses. I just, I'm looking for, like, Brentford is a decent defense, but Aston Villa is a much better team. <clears throat> I see the, Nor the, the Norwich-Leicester game, like, at Norwich going much, Leicester not really, like, if they get one goal, they'll be happy to just sit there. And like, I just see the other games 
Yeah, West Ham could score five goals, sure. Yeah, Crystal Palace could just fall over. But do you agree with me that that those are the two games that that you would look at more for playing, you know, yeah. four total pieces from? Like it feels weird to it feels weird, yeah, to to say it, but yeah, the that Newcastle Southampton game, I think, is number one for me. If I'm looking to play four players from a game, I think I like all the forwards in that game. Uh Callum Wilson, especially at 7,200. Both guys from Southampton, Armstrong and Shea Adams, are 7K, 6,800. Like you said, neither defense um, is anything special. There should be goals. Um, and the prices, yeah, that they're all – everyone's affordable. That that seems like the spot uh, for that. Um, most of – I found that's where that's where my lineups like ended up going when I started just making a few builds. Um, yeah, Aston Villa, Brentford. Uh, for me, Villa's. I see a lot of their guys are out still, so it makes it easier to play. I don't like when Villa has like a bunch of, you know, a bunch of good attackers on the bench that they want to bring in, but for this game. The lineup, they, they don't have much. It should be similar to the last game, and those guys should play the majority of the game, and they're all cheap too. So, I, I yeah, I do like Villa. That's a good matchup. I just think that game seems a little bit harder to predict. And then, yeah, I like the Leicester side, and I like running it back with Norwich too because they're so cheap. It lets you afford everything. Um, so, yeah, I, I agree with you. Newcastle-Southampton would be my number one spot. So – Adam Drake wrote like our weekly betting article and was saying that he thinks that game could go off the Newcastle Southampton. I think that game has more fantasy points in it, even if it's scoreless than the Everton Brighton, possibly Norwich uh, Leicester and Crystal Palace West Ham. Like not only, even if that game doesn't go off with goals, I think there's still like tons of fantasy points in it. Just the way that those two teams play. I hope so. I hope you're right for, for my lineup's sake. But, yeah, I agree with you, too. I, I agree with you, too. Um, but you need the goals probably for unless it's an incredibly low-scoring slate. But I just think floor-wise the players are better. And so if there are goals, that game will absolutely be the highest-scoring game in terms of, like, total fantasy points. There are also cheap pieces in that game that could be involved with goals. Yeah. So that's also one piece of stacking. Like, I'm not talking necessarily about I'm going to play Richie – Richie Wilson Ings Ward Prowse. Like that would be like the the chalkiest pieces of that game, but also yeah. the most expensive pieces. I'm saying maybe make that lineup but trade Ward Prowse for Musa Gineppo or Walcott. Or uh instead of playing uh uh Wilson, uh no, well, I said Ings because Ings isn't on Southampton anymore, but Adams or Armstrong. Uh you have two forwards for Southampton, two forwards for for Newcastle. So instead of playing Wilson, play St. Maximin. Yeah. Play Almiron in your forward spot. Play play an Almiron-Wilson lineup without Richie and then play Ward-Prowse plus Shea Adam. Like you could – there's so many more combinations that are reasonably priced of, of goals that could be possible in that game versus even Aston Villa because – the, the cheapest piece of the Aston Villa attack is Ramsey. And he's 4,100. So he's fine. But then you get McGinn at 59. Then we, now we're starting to push up. Yeah. Now Al Ghazi and Buendia and Ings. Uh, 
are all 7K plus. So like, oh, I'm going to take two, three of these. Like, well, most of your lineup is already, you know, now they need to score three or four goals in order to make that up. There just aren't as many cheap pieces. Now there are cheaper pieces on the Brentford side, right? So that that run back that you do is okay. It's just that I, I I agree with you. And like West Ham, on the other hand, is like the complete opposite of that. Right. Right. Like it's like, oh, West Ham score three and uh all their I'm gonna stack uh Antonio, Ben Rama, Cresswell, and like uh, okay, I guess you're I guess you're punting the rest of the spots because like how like how do you do that? Like, yes, if they score six goals, you're fine, but but I I just I one of the things when it comes to like quote stacking games is that you know the total price of everything matters. So the more cheap pieces that are attacking players, I'm not talking about playing Wilfred and Didi, you know, types of players for Leicester. Because even Leicester, like you take away Vardy and if Ianacho plays, their pieces are pretty cheap also. I mean, like Barnes, Madison, Albrighton, Pereira, if he's in, or whoever's in, that's not Vardy. Like to play the Leicester Norwich type of stack, just with even just Pookie up top or something, like that's affordable as well. Yeah, um, there's a cu- couple questions about back to the Newcastle Southampton game. Jordan, do you have any reservations about playing Richie and Ward Prowse in the same GPP lineups? No, not not not. I I've less of a problem. I've less of a problem with Richie than I do with. See, this is this is tough. It's, Sorry, it's really the second part of my question was going to be or or what about Ward Prowse? with a Southampton forward. Like the seems to not correlate together, I guess is my point. Well, on set pieces, I guess I think I'm more, see the thing that we have to weigh for, especially for GPP, because we're dealing with ceilings is that the, like you, you've mentioned before, the defender position is the hardest position on the slate to get ceiling score out of, which makes those expensive defenders more valuable. So like, Having Richie without a goal or an assist put give me 11 points in peripherals, he may still be the third highest scoring defender on the entire slate, and it's worth it to play him because right. yeah, 11 points you could get out of a midfielder, but you're forced to play two defenders. But on this slate, we actually have quite amount of defenders that could give that could put you give me 12 points out of a defender spot without a goal or an assist. More likely it's gonna be Richie. It's gonna be uh, Dina, it's going to be Cresswell, it's going to be Canos, but I mean, I'm already starting to name other defenders, but we could see 12 out of Matt Cash or a Target or Ashley Ward. Right. Or, yeah. So there, there are many more defenders on this specific slate that can give me a ceiling, a, a double-digit point score. Is the value of Richie uh, in a lineup with Southampton players that bust his three-point clean sheet is it worth it enough? Like, if, yeah, if, sorry, if, I, yeah. If the defender um, was like a wasteland, I'd say I just prioritize Richie. I don't really care if if right. score. And but I, honestly, I meant maybe it, I don't. I meant it more um, for like usually. Got I, I don't necessarily want both guys that are that their floors are so dependent on set pieces. When like you want one side of that game to score and take the lead, and then the other side to chase it. it, it it might hurt the, you know, the, the guy who's in the lead uh, that you're hoping to get there with set pieces. 
Um, but the fact yeah, but that Richie's a defender. Up. I mean, that, like, yeah, I guess from a defensive standpoint, I, I, I see, I, I, I don't, I don't know what the data is for that, you know, to, to run the correlation between that, but it does make sense. But I wasn't even thinking of it from those terms. I just think of it from a, I'm assuming in my GPP lineup that James Ward-Prowse and Richie are both involved in some type of goal, regardless of what, what the lead is in the game or anything like that. Anyway, the peripherals don't matter as much because I'm going to need us. If James Ward-Prowse only gives me 10 points, there are going to be other midfielders on the slate that that are going to beat him at cheaper prices. But Richie, right. 10 points may be a little, a little bit more valuable. I, I think I'm more likely in GPP to fade Ward-Prowse only because it's so obvious. The midfield position on this slate is so obvious. But mm -hmm. I think Ward Prowse's ownership is going to be actually, I think he's going to be neg. I think it, it, his in a vacuum, his ownership is going to make him negative EV. Yeah. Um, especially, I don't love him with the Southampton strikers either. If he, if Southampton forwards, I think it's a, a good fade as well. Hmm. Um, yeah. Sorry, go ahead, Ryan. No, I just, <clears throat> I think you're right about Richie being a defender. Like it just, it does, just doesn't really matter because he's a defender. And with those expensive defenders, you just need him to hit his 10, 12 points or whatever. Like, like the other, the other positions, the forward and midfielder are, is a much more variable position than a defender. If, like this is something that I've always done. If you can just take the best two defenders, because you know it's much more likely that they're going to do what you think they're going to do. I think I can make like as good of lineup as good of a lineup as anyone else with less money. So if you play like expensive defenders, you're just like starting ahead of everybody because no one else is no one else is like guaranteed to get there as far as forwards, midfielders, but defenders they become like closer to guaranteed. To get there, if that if that makes sense, and they're also te they're also technically cheaper than they're supposed to be because of their position, right? Like compared so to six K defenders, are typically way better than six K midfielders. Yes, and they have so, yeah, clean like they should be switched. They should be pricing guys like Richie and uh, and Dean like at eight thousand, particularly because of the clean sheet equity they have too, right? Like it is odd that I mean it's just that the upsides are usually lower. That's all. But, but it is weird that they seem to like cap. And like defender. they're also like they're considerably better than the rest of their players in their position a lot of times. Whereas that like doesn't happen at the other positions as often. So it should make them more valuable and hence more expensive, you would think. Yeah, I like that reasoning. Is there anyone we forgot? If Billy Gilmore's on sets for Norwich, we don't care, right? Yeah, no, no that's a good shout, though. I, it, it seems like he's been on sets the first two games. Yeah. So I just had to yeah, mention him right. out there because he's that he's the type of player that if it was 2017 would be in like half my lineups, and then go, oh, he doesn't do anything else because he's a he's a defensive he's a deep lying defensive midfielder, and that's pretty much it. Uh, but I mean, if 
people are going to ask like, who's on, who's the cheapest midfielder with set pieces. And it's like, well, probably Billy Gilmore. Yeah. I know. I think that's good to bring up. Um, and you're right. I don't think we have to worry about him. I, I won't have any <laughs> Billy Gilmore in my lineups. If you could not convince somebody that they shouldn't have him, is it necessary to have him with Pookie? No, I don't think I would like, I don't think so because to me, his, his like most likely route to an assist would be from, would be to like a center back from a corner kick or free kick or, or even like to a midfielder on like a little dink pass from midfield or something. And a guy like Rashika or Cantwell makes a long shot or yeah, maybe takes it to the house. Yeah. Pairing with Pookie feels like you're going to have to get pretty lucky for both of them to, for both of them to be in the optimal lineup. Right. So guaranteed goal then. Guaranteed goal. Yeah. Uh, Just one. <laughs> none for Billy Gilmore. <laughs> Poor guy. Um, yeah, no, I don't think we forgot anything. Um, no, just one thing I was surprised about last week, I guess. Uh, El Ghazi took the penalty over Ings. Um I think Aston Villa is going to be a popular spot, especially those forwards against Brentford. So that's just something to keep in mind. Definitely have me more interested in Al Ghazi. Yeah, he was taking last year, so it's more that he didn't lose it. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 No, that's a good, uh, definitely good observation. Um, all right. If anybody has any follow-up questions for Jordan, you can find him on Twitter at Blenderhead. That's Blender HD. You can find Ryan at Ryan Balanji, and you can find me at Rotowire Andrew. Also available in the Rotowire Discord, which is open for all subscribers. Just go to rotowire.com slash chat to get in there. As Jordan mentioned earlier, you can get a free trial to Rotowire, 10 days, no credit card required at rotowire.com slash soccer trial. So definitely check that out. If you are watching this on YouTube, if you could please hit the like button below. And if you're on the listening to the audio version, if you could please rate and review it wherever you listen. Once again, this is the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast brought to you by SoRare. Uh, we are going to be off next week because of international break, but we will be back the week after to produce some more Premier League stuff. Jordan and Ryan, thank you for that, and good luck on Saturday. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.